What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another edition of the Boxing Voice Radio. I am your host, Nesta Gibbs, joined alongside Daniel Alvarez, a.k.a. Ringwalk Danny, and we're going to be talking fight week. So many great fights. And quick reminder, you better be tuned in tomorrow at 8.30 a.m. It's going to be so many parlays to build because this is a fantastic weekend when it comes to, you know, big names and big Fights. Plus, we got a lot of decent prospects. Hopefully, they get to make some of these lines. I know Danny has something up his sleeve. He wants to finally get an opportunity to use FanDuel. I haven't used FanDuel since being in New Jersey, so I am also equally as excited. But Bavada's been doing me well. It's been doing me well. But what up, Ringwalk? What's up, champ? How you feeling this beautiful morning? Oh, I'm good. I am good, man. Border Wars is back, so right after the morning show... And really through the entire morning show, I had all been texting, matchmaking, and then video calling afterwards. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited, man. Nah, definitely excited. Looking forward. I'm trying to see if, uh, you know, some investor comes out and is interested in seeing me back in the ring. Because, mm. you know, I wouldn't mind stepping back in. It just got to make sense. Got to make money. Got to make money. Got to make sense. But no, man, uh, definitely excited. We're here to talk. Obviously, a big weekend of fights. Excited that we'll be heading on a mini road trip as we will be in Glendale, Arizona at the McFadden Social House, just steps away from the Diamond Desert Arena, where Jake Paul will be taking on the Spider-Man, Anderson Silva, or the Spider, I'm sorry, Anderson Silva, and we'll be covering the top ring cards along with the Jojo Diaz versus William Cepeda. Uh, fight as well, and I'm looking forward to it, man. There's going to be a lot of boxing, um, and I'm looking forward to doing a live show with you, man. I ain't did a live show with you since uh, Canelo Triple G 2, so that was over four years ago. Wow. So uh, we've grown a lot since then. I wasn't For sure. E- I wasn't even part of the podcast then, and uh, just looking forward to it. Yeah, me too, man. I'm excited to be in Phoenix. Uh, It kind of burst my bubble today when someone, you know, just chatted and was like, hey, you guys better bring a coat or buy a coat. That made me a little fearful. But uh, let's get into it, man. Fight week. I mean, um, I guess the way we talk about these fights is what's the most important fight? So what's the most important fight to boxing? And then uh, which fight? card or fight is it that you favor as a fight fan over you know the others whether like for I hypothetically I'll start I think that you know obviously um it's got to be Loma versus Jermaine Ortiz is the most important fight of the weekend because uh if Loma loses there is no Haney Loma fight and if Jermaine loses he is a shoo-in, not a candidate, a shoo-in for a fighter of the year or upset fighter of the year, having made two upsets, um, you know, with the Jamel Herring, former champ, and now Vasil, if he can do that. When you think of Jake Paul and Silva, yes, there's equally a level of importance, but that importance goes to Jake Paul. He has something to prove to the boxing world that he can actually take on a boxer who's secretly still an MMA fighter. So this is right up his alley. And then you have the William Cepeda fight versus Jojo Diaz, former Olympian, former world champion. So it's kind of that crossroads fight for Cepeda and 
Jojo Diaz. Cepeda, obviously, this prospect that, you know, needs to get this breakout fight to, to, so that people other than myself and hardcores know who he is. And for Jojo, he needs this fight to get me, the hardcore, to say, nah, Jojo's back. Jojo's a dog. He just stopped or beat a dog in William Cepeda. So it still is Loma and Jermaine. Loma has the most accolades of the weekend and the most importance because winner will face Devin Haney for Undisputed. What about you, though? Uh, I don't know that that's a for sure thing, but I do believe that the Lomachenko fight, no question, is the most important fight of the weekend. And I think we should just start there. Uh, let's start with that ESPN card. So, Vasil uh, Lomachenko, Jermaine Ortiz, obviously there's been a lot of talk. Uh, we spent a good portion of our morning show talking about this division. And, you know, this weekend specifically in Vasil Lomachenko coming back from war and wanting, you know, his shot at Undisputed. We just had Bill Haney on the show this morning, who obviously his son and Devin Haney holds all the marbles and, and the ball is really in his court. So I think that Lomachenko has to come and press and, and obviously not get upset because Jermaine Ortiz is upset-minded. We've seen him upset. Nesta, you lost every bit of $112 betting against Mr. Ortiz earlier this year. And he's coming, been putting in the work um, I've spoke to his family, spoke to his camp, and, you know, they say that they're coming, obviously, uh, with every intention to win. He's not coming to lay down. He's coming to, to beat Lomachenko and looking for that shot at the titles. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, it's one thing to beat Jamel Herring, uh, you know, on the back end of his career and, you know, coming off of probably the most uh, difficult fight of his career in the Shakur Stevenson loss. And another thing is to beat and upset Lomachenko. So, you know, Jermaine Ortiz, he's obviously has a tall task ahead of him. And uh, he's going to have to prove it. You know, I want to ride with him, but I'm never uh, just because. You know, oh, he got the win the last time. Let me, let me, you know, ride with him just in case he does it this time, just to look good. It's like, I don't know that he can beat Loma. And, you know, the the, the Jamel Herring fight, while, while I was wrong on my pick, I don't know that that win is big enough to say, yeah, you, you about to beat Loma, you know? It's tough, man. He's going to have to show that. Yeah, I can't say that he is or that he isn't. Um, I'm going to be honest with you, bro. I don't know what to expect from Lomachenko. People say, you know, his time away, I feel like a lot of people aren't taking that into consideration, but I am intrigued as to what Lomachenko we have after the war. Because even if he wasn't in the front lines, you know, he's not inputting into his body the normal diet that he typically would. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like... I'm just curious to see what type of fighter we get, how he is physically, how he is mentally as well. Um, you know, those answers will be answered on Saturday night. And, you know, we'll be covering the entire top-ranked card for this event. 
Yeah, man. And top rank definitely holding us down on that card. A bunch of uh, live prospects, uh, people that we, we most certainly want to be tuned into. Um, and Troy just, Isley is back, right? Yes. And just uh, fighters that we want to keep an eye out for for the years the future, to come. It's really the Absolutely. future. Absolutely. A lot of young talent, a lot of Olympians. We have Abdullah Mason, which I believe right now is one of the Youngest fighters on the top ranked stable, currently only 18 years old. Um, he has a six-round lightweight fight on the car. Troy Isley in an eight-round middleweight fight. Main um, event, the co-main event got a little messed up. Jesse yes. Magdaleno had to pull out. And uh, Jose Matias Romero, 26-2, and two, nine KO steps in. And he's going to be facing the gold medalist, Robicis El Tren. Ramirez, who's trained by Ismael Salas. Shout out to Salas, who, you know, just got two assignments. Not only is Robisi fighting this weekend, but now, you know, La Bomba, um, Brian Mendoza just got the call for the Jason Rosario fight, the former Dominican uh, unified champ, man. So shout out to Brian. Which is next week. That's that's next weekend that's in Minneapolis, November 5th. So. That's a PBC card, something to uh, keep an eye out for, as your Elvis Gomez did have to pull out, which, uh, you know what I mean? Uh, Ishmael was going to be there regardless, yep. I guess. You know, he had Yo Elvis. He pulled out of the fight, but now he has Brian Mendoza. So Ishmael... Um, Lucky for him, you know, right? Lucky, like, because trainers get paid off the percentage that the fighter makes. Your fighter got injured, no fight, no check. Someone in your stable gets to replace, back to getting a check. So amen to that. Don't forget, also is the other Olympian, Richard Torres. 3-0, three, three KOs, last KO being devastating. Devastating. I'm interested to see what Top Rank does with this guy because he's not the biggest heavyweight in the bunch. So are they going to build him into that or is he going to eventually go to Cruiser when there's a title? I don't know. Embrace that Bridgerway. Embrace that Bridgerway. But... He's exciting so far. Duke Reagan's also back, so that's a, a Kei Kimura train fighter. He'll be there. Karoma. And Karoma and, and, and Flick as well, you know, works with him. Um, and Nico Ali Walsh. He's back. 6-0, 5 KOs, the grandson of, obviously, the, the greatest, Muhammad Ali. Yo, and, uh, um, I don't know who. I don't know who did it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I definitely want to give shout out because they got Nico some huge promotion, um, you know, in the lead up to this weekend. Mm -hmm. So definitely want to give, um, bro. What kind of promotion? Please I, tell I, I, us. I'm trying to um, pull it up to send to you because uh, it was a pretty big shoot that they did. Close down the parking lot. Nico's actually facing a guy that's coming off of uh, two wins. He's only lost twice. One of those losses coming to Javier Martinez from Milwaukee, I'm pretty sure, right? And uh, Javier's undefeated. Two, win, uh, two knockouts, seven wins, definitely from Milwaukee. And um, this guy is a natural 160-pounder, so they're checking the temperature of Walsh. Okay. Yeah, man. Yeah, I don't, bro. He legit must have deleted it, but he had posted. He he posted it yesterday. They yeah, see because Sanchez, uh, at least past fighter, coming off a loss, the last one, right? Then Alejandro, which was the one before that, 
First round knockout. He was 7-1. and one. Let's see. Internet. Boom. Uh-oh. One of those days. Okay. Shit not working for you? Not, not now. We'll just wait. Okay. But yeah, I mean, again, I think this is a, not a step up, but n- nah, it's all good, Brian. Don't worry about it. Uh, it's not a step up. I don't want to categorize it as that, but it is a step in that direction because the guy is coming off of a win. The guy's been in there with Javier, who's an Olympian, I'm pretty sure, or at least an alternate. Um, and I don't know, I never heard that Nico was a declarated amateur. So, you know, they're just checking his temperatures, how I'm looking at this fight. Other than that, Tiger Johnson on the court. Who we just had in studio, start out the Tiger. And then you'll get Joe Tessitore and obviously Hall of Famer Timothy Bradley calling the action. But, you know, we're going to be doing that live from McFadden's. I hope we got to everybody. Because uh, I was working my way up, and then you cut me off, as oh, always. Oh, and was then, it me? And then uh, you, was it me? you started to kind of work your way down. You missed this guy, Eric Mundragon. Yeah, He's going to be taking on Haven, Haven Bradley Jr. Wait, is Bradley the A-side? I feel like I've heard of Haven Bradley more than whoever the hell. I mean, it's not Bradley. It's Brady. But, uh, yeah, he's... With top rank, I think he's one and zero. Who Brady? Yeah, nah. Try seven and zero. Mm. Four KOs, and he's from Albany, Georgia. I didn't even know Georgia had an Albany. Word, word. And he's fighting Eric Mondragon. Never heard of you. He's seven and zero. Four KOs. Got one draw in twenty twenty, but he's he's on a. This is nice. This is nice. These guys are nice and undefeated. That's. That's decent. That's decent. What else they got for us on that day? Abdullah Mason versus Angel Barrera. And these these are all happening before 6.15 p.m., by the way. Because at 6.15 p.m., that's when you'll see Richard Torres take on Hamed Hefni. Duke Reagan, it will be before that, taking on Luis LeBron, which is a good fight to watch, knowing that LeBron is a common opponent with the other LeBron that, that won and then turned around and beat our guy. Who was the guy I was betting Andy. on? You bet Andy on Andy, Vences. Yeah. So then you got Nico Walsh, who we already told you is taking on Billy Wagner in a, in a decent step. Trajectory up. And we got Tiger Johnson taking on Esteban Garcia, who we talked about when, while he was here. Um, you know, is also a 15-1 fighter. So... Battle lines. What the hell does the battle lines mean? What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm just looking at this press release they sent me about this, but they're calling it battle lines. Is that the name of the fight? Is that the title? I'm shocked what this battle lines is. I don't. Battle lines. Lomachenko is a 30 minute celebration that takes fans inside the heart and soul. Of Loma, amidst the crisis of his native Ukraine uncle. That's what it is. So they're dropping a documentary for Loma for being a war vet. Shout out to Loma, man. 
But yeah, so back to boxing. What? Well, to the cards, I'm I'm saying. Wow, the disrespect. No, I'm, you know, you just You want me to go to Zepeda and I mean, William? Yeah, that's the only fight we're watching, right? What do you mean? You ain't watching Jake and you're there for Jake? Um did you say bring up the Jake card or did you bring up the other card? I brought all three. I'm saying, what fight did you just mention? Yes, I and I'm saying Zepeda. that that's the only fight we're gonna watch on that card. Oh, so might as well just get out, get that out the way, no? Uh, well, let me see. I don't know. I don't know. Is there anyone on the? I believe there's a woman. Is it? Isn't it? Um, what's her name with the U with the Y? No. Um, maybe. M M Y something. Uh, let me just see. Let me just see. Oh, Eureka, maybe. Cause that's the only one listed under women under women's fight on that card. Oh, okay. So, what's her last name? Yudika. It says she has an IBF flyweight title. Yeah, well, maybe that's her then. I mean, I can't find my uh, yeah. So it is what it is. But again, the one we're recommending is Jojo Diaz versus Sepeda. This is one you don't want to miss. You know, uh, don't be fooled by some of those pictures of William. He's not old. Um, he is young. He is strong. You know, he gets knockouts. Don't confuse him with the Cepeda that is facing Regis Progrias either. This is a totally different one. He's from Mexico. Um, he's undefeated. And... It's a great fight because JoJo took it. Like, these are the type of fights that the fighters don't take. It's like, yo, I'm a former world champ. I'm an Olympian. I'm not fighting this Mexican dude that nobody knows so you can make a name off me. But he did do it. You know what I'm saying? He's And, and, and we just got to respect JoJo for that. You know what I mean? He signed up to fight Ryan. He signed up to fight Devin. He signed up to fight Fortuna. He signed up to fight Gary Russell. He signed up to fight Tevin Farmer, and now he's signing up to fight William Cepeda. Man, back this motherfucker, man. Back him. Like, listen to those names. Your favorite fighter ain't fight all them goddamn names. That's a lot of names, man. And don't forget that in between that, he fought that Eastern European, Rakamov, who's another tough-ass fight, man. So let's back William and JoJo. JoJo doing what most fighters don't do. Maybe you're going to say Nessie's supposed to because he lost versus Devin. And I don't know. Does he even have another back-to-back -back loss or was that the only loss? Who? Uh, JoJo? Yeah. No, nah, he's never had a back-to-back -back loss. All right. So it's like he don't have to take this fight, bro. You know, this is a tough fight. Nah, and man. people going to see it's a tough fight. I was surprised he took this fight. I was not surprised. I was. I was shocked. Like when this, when I got the, the the press, I'm like, oh wow, he took that. I hope this comment isn't true right now. What? Somebody's saying that Jeremiah Milton just got bumped to the pay per view, and if he did, I'm gonna be honest with you, it's very unfortunate. Why? Because the undercard is gonna be streamed on Jake Paul's YouTube, where he would have got. A hundred times million more visibility. I mean, I'm sure they're still gonna do some 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 highlights and stuff, something like that. Yeah, you know, it's not the same. 
So William Cepeda is 26 wins, 23 KOs. You know, uh, he did not knock out Rene Alvarado. Rene's only been knocked out once. And don't be fooled by Rene's 12 losses. Durable. Durable. You know, been in there with everybody. From Lamont Roach, Cepeda, who we talking about, Roger Gutierrez, the former WBA champ that Hector just beat. Andrew Cancio, the former WBA champ that I think he beat Mercado to become champ. You know, uh, Dennis Shakakov, who, you know, arguably beat Robert Easter, definitely beat Jamel Heron. Uh, damn. Oh, my God. My man had a trilogy with Roger Gutierrez. Ain't that crazy? That is crazy. He fought Gamboa. You know, I mean, everybody. Manuel Avila. Oh, uh, two fights with Gancio. He already fought Joseph Diaz. Yo, what the fuck? Homie been in there with everybody. So, uh, Cepeda didn't knock him out. I would have liked to see him knock out Rene, though. Let me see who did get the stoppage on Rene. Who put it on you, fams? <coughs> it was... Exactly. Andrew Yo, look, OTKP said, damn, Golden Boy have a card this weekend too. WTF. You know, they, they do us like that. It's yeah, like, but that's because y'all not been listening, man. I've been talking about William and Joseph. I don't know how y'all not remembering. I've been telling y'all consistently since this fight happened that it's happening. Then it got moved. We even did a show. I've been big on it. Listen, I've been so big on this fight. We did an announcement fight. Then when they moved the date, we re-announced that they did the date. I was looking. We did two separate shows. We so, did an entire show on that. On New Date. It must have been a Bro, rough it, week. Th this is going to be a good fight. It must have been a rough week. Nah, you a nah, hater. I'm not a hater. You uh, is a hater, but you want to do... You wanna, he want to do fight chats for Jared Anderson fighting fucking Tommy Carpensi. Like, where's your... Where's your... Where's your... Where's your... Your, your, your level of, like... My level of logic is that Jared Anderson will do more views for our channel than William Cepeda will. But it ain't about views, bro. You sound like dudes chasing money. It's about a good fucking fight. No, it's about so, catering so to our guy, audience. Bro, we're still going to cover the good effing fight that you're speaking of. I'm just saying our audience is clearly telling us by watching a certain individual a lot of times, hey, we really like this guy. You should cover him more. That's all we try to do. And our audience also doesn't know or have the time to seek out all the talent in the world. See, and, and you know, before you cut me off, right, uh, with that comment, I was just going to say how the promoters, something that you've said actually a lot recently, the promoters Don't always do this. Uh, you know, they put the, the cards on the same day. You see this fight would probably get more shine had they kept it on its original date, which was November 5th, if I'm not mistaken. You know what I'm saying? But they chose to move it forward a week for whatever reason, right? So now we have three cards um, this weekend, like we did two weekends ago, right? Because last weekend there was no, no, you know, real boxing on Saturday. None too crazy. Some in the UK or Mexico, something like that. But now this is the situation, right? So, so... So get mad, get mad at them, right? Golden, nah, go, go, Golden Boy should have did a better job promoting the shit too. No, you're right. I'm not giving them a pass at all. 
I'm just shocked that our audience still didn't know when I've been fucking talking about this like as much as I've been talking about it. I don't know. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? How long ago were, were those shows? You, what you talking about? A month? You know how many fights and how, how much news has happened since? But I, I told you I forgot. And this is what I do for a living. Crazy. This morning I forgot. Crazy. I didn't know. You know what I'm saying? It's like, what promotion has there been? Has there been press releases? There's been tons of press releases. Okay. I, obviously, I get that. You guys, not everyone is privy. <coughs> and I understand that. But I felt like I talked about it a lot where our audience and you shouldn't, like, it shouldn't have caught you guys by surprise. Nonetheless, that is the only fight worth talking about on that card. So it's probably the main reason it, 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 it's going under the radar. From there, we're going to jump over to the card in Phoenix with Jake Paul and uh, Anderson Silva, where it is a step up for Paul. And, um, I mean, I believe he's an underdog. I believe he's an underdog in this fight versus Silva, or at least it's very tight. And uh, I guess the biggest controversy of the week is going to be that Spider Silva came out and said, he got knocked out a couple of times in training camp, and now he's trying to uh, retract that and say he meant to say knocked down. I was going to ask, what was it? Because at first I was seeing knockout, then I was seeing knocked down, so well, that's obviously... That's what happened. After after people, the commission itself... Yeah, you know what, though? You know what? The Arizona commission, they can take that and they can shove it up theirs. Because when Oscar Valdez popped hot, yeah, I was like, nah. Nah, you know what? Let him defend his title. It's okay. Let him defend his belt in Arizona because he's a hometown. Let the same shit happen. Well, I'll I don't give even want to hear it. I'll give you, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to hear nothing. Camp is camp. All right. I'll give you another one. When that the Nevada State... Good. At, well, every time I tried to talk, you cut me off. So I was, I pump faked you. That was a feint. Like, fake, like I'm going to talk to see if you was doing it on purpose. But uh, remember when Nevada nah. said no to Julio Cesar Chavez and Daniel Jacobs? What did they do? They ran to Phoenix, Arizona for refuge. And that's where the fight was able to happen because Phoenix just doesn't give a fuck. I thought, I thought Chavez was like, didn't he pop hot? He he couldn't get licensed here because of something, and they just went to Phoenix, and Phoenix said, "Yeah, let's do it." Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's because he popped though. He had popped for something, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. But uh, yeah, they definitely, they definitely. Uh... <laughs> Shout out to Cannon and Chase, funny. But yeah, they definitely just need to go ahead and let the fight happen. I'm looking forward to it. Um, obviously we're gonna be in attendance. I'm looking forward to seeing the Le'Veon Bell fight. Uh, looking forward to seeing Dr. Mike fight. Looking forward to seeing our good friend Jeremiah Milton catch another body. And I'm honestly intrigued, Ness, because I feel like you just think Jake wins easily on Saturday, but I think it's gonna be a harder fight than you think. Um and I won't be surprised if we see an upset. In the Jake fight? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, man, I hope not, bro. For the sake of boxing, I know people are going to act like I'm crazy because they don't see it yet. Even though, look at where we are. Four years removed from him and his, his brother's, you know, um, debuts into the sport. And we're in a better place. We're in a better place. We have younger people watching. My own analytics indicate a younger demographic. So I don't want Jake Paul to lose. I don't, I don't watch football. I don't watch basketball. I've never seen a fucking Super Bowl. I want Jake to win. You, because Jake is good for the sport that I love. That's it. Go Jake. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I understand. You know, I, I understand. I hope he could get it off, bro. Silver's 48 years old. He claims to have been knocked out. Jake can punch. Have you seen that amazing video of Jake and his progression throughout the years? Absolutely. And, and, and guess who I posted actually, it? I actually, uh, ESPN ringside did. Isn't that, and this is what I'm saying. How could you want this man to lose? ESPN is covering him. He's good for the sport. How could you want this man to lose? He's putting his undercards for free from his pay-per-view. Meaning, the more you put behind the paywall, the more value you're offering for them dollars. He said, fuck that. Give it to them for free on my platform with over 20 million. Bro, he's good for the sport. If you want him to lose, you're just a hater. You're just a hater. You just, you just can't stand to see someone doing good and you want to see him lose. That's all you are. I hope Silver got a heart attack in that ring before he oh, get wow. yeah. before I, he beat Jake I, Paul. I definitely don't know about that. Uh, Let him get fit, fearful, um, catch a panic attack on the way there. You know, but look at this. Jake is definitely great this. for the look sport. Look at this. Look at this. Give me a screen share, fellas. Three hundred and something thousand on Jake fucking doing the worst dance known to man. You gonna tell me this ain't good for the sport? Uh, with Anderson Silver. I mean, I don't even think that Silver was there. That's the whole point of the green screen. Have you not noticed that they don't even engage with each other? This could be them separately doing it, merged together. The power of CGI, goddammit. Bro, what are you talking about? It's clearly them together. They're not together. <laughs> You're an idiot. Bro, I'm telling you, they're not Bro, together. Jake, first of all, Jake posted them together doing this. They're not together. It's CGI. You'll see. This is the same way they did the Mayweather Pacquiao face-off. You don't remember? Come on. Bro, who can't tell with CGI? Bro, this is a behind the scenes. Like, Bro. We, nope. Bro, you clearly see their shadows intertwining. Why? What are you talking about? The shadows about? are not intertwining. You're yes, such they a are. Lie. I'm zooming in now. You're a lie. You're a lie. Show me the, show me the shadows overlapping. Where? Bro, right there. Where? Jake just stepped in Anderson's shadow. You're lying. Bro, just shut up talking to me, bro. bro. He, he literally stepped Man. in his shadow, yeah. champ. He's lying. Everybody can Look, see you lying. We're going to see right there. Where? Right there. He stepped right in again. He stepped on his shadow, bro, bro twice. Guys, Are you kidding me? We're totally good. He, he, <laughs> Are you he, kidding he, me? he obviously can't see the monitor. We're going to need to get him a bigger one. <laughs> this guy. Let me see what the chat is saying. There's no way they said that that was... Them in real time oh, together. Ness, you tripping? Um, they said they're they're together. Look at the shadow, says Canna. They're in the same room. Ness, you're tripping, says Leroy. 
Uh, Siler says, Nesby outthinking himself. LOL. There, uh, Jam says, haha, Ness, also the world is round. Kana says, Ness is hilarious. You guys just mad that you can't see Rentral it. says, Ness, come on. Gerardo says, Ness is high as fuck. New York Bullet says, He Ness. said, that's not CGI, you getting old. That was the funniest one. <laughs> 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 Thank you, Sky Management. The only one that matters, he said, Ness is right. Who? In a C. In a oh, yo, how you delete that? What you doing, bro? That's disrespectful, bro. Nah, they, they say they say stupid things. They get timed out. That's ain't that, not. Ain't, ain't that's that you're not, saying? That's ain't not that cool. Saying? That's not cool. Cause he doesn't agree with you. You could call in Sky Management one four two five five six nine fifty two forty one. Call in. You can make your prediction if you want to make a prediction on any fight this weekend. Call in. If you want to tell us that that was CGI. Oscar and Canna, you are correct. Shout out to Hardin. Ness just enjoyed. And I do not mean the Hardin that is inside of this beautiful wind casino. I mean the Hardin that uh, has blessed Ness and I throughout the last few months. You that see one. it right there. Go to the Ness shop, please. And then go to the screen share so we can show these guys the progression of the greatest novice to ever live. 280,000 views, not his platform, ESPN and SportsCenter collaboration. Terrence Bud Crawford can't get a SportsCenter and ESPN collaboration. But look at the progression. Look at how he looks now and how he looked then. Look at, look at him. Look at that left hook. Was he serious? Of course he was serious. He was just he learning. He kept practicing. He was just learning the sport. And now look at that jab with the step. Ah! Ah! Oh, man. We going to knock out Silver. Mm. He's gone. Oh, he's gone. I just need... I just see the most... The, 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 uh, we're good, fellas. The, the, the most difficult thing to do in the ring is not jump out of danger. You know, the greats, they can catch and shoot. That's why Danny caught... And shot, caught and shot. You know what I'm saying? Floyd, pull, counter. You stay there. You don't win by moving. Yes, you got your Pernells. You got your Devons. You got the people that use their legs to win a fight. But when you can stay in a fire, when you can stay in that fire, you're going to deliver not only action, but more than likely devastating, you know, wins. Uh, because the punches that hurt are the punches you don't see uh, coming. So, yeah, man. I like, I like the progression of Jake. You know, the consistency. What are we talking? What are we talking? Four years. Giving it his all. For a, at 2018, he was rich, brothers. At 2018, he already had 15, 16 million subs. He was already rich. That's what I'm saying. You got to respect the dude that doesn't have to do this. A dude that don't need to get punched they in the say, face to make that check, they, he's still willing to do it. That's, say, that's they real. They say it's hard for someone to wake up when they're sleeping on silk sheets. Mm -hmm. And that is said about a lot of champions in the sport once they hit that level. That's right. But the thing you got to realize when it comes to Jake Paul, he came into the sport sleeping and waking up on, on silk sheets. And that's why I believe he could get better. You know how many people wish they could say, yo, I want to be a fighter. You... You, 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 and you, y'all coming in with me to Puerto Rico for the time of your life while we train on me getting better 
By the way, I got the tickets. Everything's on me. I pick up the tab. Of course you're going to be better. Of course, you could pick your team. You're getting real training. The world is focused on you. Listen, it's like alternative schools. They take you out of them big-ass classrooms and put you in with five, six, seven people. You're going to learn. You're going to learn better than with 30-something people. You know what I'm saying? And that's what he did. He isolated and he focused. He relocated. You know what I'm saying? He went to Puerto Rico and he became better. And uh, I hope Saturday night, all this shit I'm saying is right. Because if, if he let a 48-year-old MMA fighter beat him, it's going to be bad. But I'll tell you this, before it happens and people think I didn't say it, here it is. America loves a comeback story. And we all know Jake comeback story is going to be a great one. So if he loses, I'm sure he has a one-way rematch where Silva got to fight him. But I don't think so. Especially because you got to consider... Is Silva lying and did he get knocked out or is he telling the truth and he got knocked down? Either way, that ain't good. You about to fight a 24-year-old powerhouse. So, I don't know. I don't watch MMA, so I got to tag you in, man. Was Silva better at stand-up than Tyron Woodley? I would have to say so. Oh, shit. Uh-oh. I would have to say so. I mean, for one, he's longer. He's actually had a boxing career. Whether even though it's a shortened one, he's had one. Like he's beat. Like, think about it like this. I wanna say Anderson Silva, his first two boxing fights were in 1998 and he got knocked out. Mm. So he's been knocked out. But he still has a better resume than Jake Paul. But he was knocked out when he was young. When he so was he young. can really get knocked out now. I mean, he can, but he also just beat a former world champion in the sport of boxing not that long ago. And that was Julio Cesar Chavez, who, truth be told, we never thought was... After a certain time in his life, we never thought was good. I ain't going to say we never thought he was good. Even though it was a lot of... Because even when he was fighting John Duddy on pay-per-view and top rank, some people thought he wasn't good. But, like, you know, some people thought he was good. But I don't know, man. You got to give Silver credit for beating a former champ and a son of a legend. I get it. But we also know that Julio Cesar Chavez See, and I'm the casual. Look, I'm the casual uh, MMA fan, and Silver old as hell, so he definitely wasn't even fighting by the time I start watching it. But they saying that he's leagues better at stand-up than Woodley and that he is one of the best uh, stand-up fighters, the sport. All uh, right. What no, about this no. question? What about this question? Who's achieved more in MMA? Tyron? Ben Askers, Kisser? Or Anderson Silver, Bullet? I would have... Bro, like, off the dome? Off the top of my head, I would have to say Anderson Silver, bro. Damn! So he's really in tough. Like, I'm trying to think how many... Like, Tyrone Woodley... Tyrone Woodley... At during his time was probably the greatest welterweight in the UFC. But I don't know. I just feel like Anderson Silva. Damn, Silva just fucked himself on the lines. You think this was uh, part of the plan? Leaked that you've been knocked out. Now he's a plus 200. He was a favorite. Was he? I thought he was like a minus 115 or something. Bro, he was a favorite and now he's a plus. Our production crew doesn't get things wrong. 
Okay. That's interesting. So could it be a a ploy? Yeah, because let me tell you something. A couple weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, there was like this thing in football, right? What? And and some information was revealed, like actually, um, some information wasn't revealed right before the game, but the odds switched, right? It went from the favorite, then you know, the favorite for something turned into quickly the underdog to quick plus money, right? And they're like, damn, why did this happen? And all the money started to pour in on 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 that underdog bet. In this case, it'd be silver. silver. Bro, don't do it. Like, if I didn't yeah, have any confirmation. Sport. Yeah, but <laughs> it's 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 the way it's the way things are ran. So if I didn't have any confirmation before. I have it now. Bet your money on Jake this weekend. Hmm. How? We'll tell you. Friday for the fight chat. I mean, the uh, betting show. But, I don't know, champ. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I don't think you can write off Anderson Silva, but I'm definitely picking Jake to win. So, I just seen your message that you want to do... Guido Vigianella versus Jay McFaul. You see what I'm saying? This guy is terrible. <laughs> Bro, let me tell you something. That dude, Jay McFarlane, is like, he's super catchy, bro. He's a pillar. He has, you didn't see his last fight? It's the dude from Scotland. He fights in a kilt. Bro. Does he win? It don't matter. He fighting Guido in Rome. Yeah, he won. I want to say he won his last fight and he was an underdog. You know, he I... has a win. He has a winning record. They're going. They're going to Guido's hometown in Rome. What What else are we doing on Friday? Why not cover that fight? You know, so should should be an exciting fight as long as it lasts. Bama Bo in the building saying Jake Stock goes up with a knockout win. Oh yeah, damn! They're saying Jay McFarlane actually lost bad, so I guess he got knocked out. But he's a good shit talker. He's a good shit talker. See, I didn't remember whether he lost or won, but I remembered him. So that's all that matters. Yeah, he ain't good, but he sells. Exactly. And what else are we doing on a Friday afternoon? It's either like no show or cover heavyweight boxing that's available on ESPN Plus that we're probably going to watch anyway. That's all I'm saying. Uh, I, I just find it funny that you would be, be willing to waste your time on that, but then, you know, like, squint your face up at Zepeda Williams, which is the same person. I really meant to say Diaz Zepeda. Juno. Damn, they ain't even put McFarland. Like, come on, Ness, I know you remember this guy. Which guy? J Jay McFarlane, the guy, the guy Guido's fighting. Look at him. The guy that fights in the kilts with all the tattoos on his face. All right. Nesta just focus on Border Wars. But yeah, nah, man. No, this is actually Bonics. I mean, what, when else are you going to uh, cover a fight in Rome? Um, I wouldn't consider this being covered in Rome. <laughs> it's ESPN Plus. What time is it going to be? 
It's probably gonna be like 2 p.m., 3 p.m. Saturday? Friday. What else are you doing with no, your life? No, we can do it. I'm just, again, I just want you to be okay with other stuff like this, not just your guys. I don't know either guy. You rock with Guido. Bro, let me tell That's you, your I've never in my he life. He spars at top rank. Never in my life have I you met. You know you want Jared to get that fight. Never in my life have I met Guido. He wants Jared to get never that fight. Never in my life have I met the guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just, I'm going to be honest. I don't think the highest of them, truth be told. And Jay McFarlane definitely caught my attention. Like, I don't know why. He is currently, um, you know, looking to become Scottish heavyweight champion. I'm behind him. Hey, man, shout out to Jay McFarlane, man. You just got more shine than you're going to get on that fight. Damn, so you're not giving them no shot. You terrible, champ. You terrible. And you need to stop lying to the people. Nobody was shitting on Jojo Cepeda. What I said, I'm shitting on the promoters. Last weekend, there wasn't one fight chat that we did. But that's what I'm saying. This I didn't weekend, need the promoters to tell me this is a good fight, nor did I need the promoters to remind me that this happened on Saturday, and that's all I'm saying. Like, you you could remember Guido's fighting some dude I and it killed. I didn't. I actually had to go to um, the handy boxing schedule, and I copied and pasted, then sent it to you. I didn't remember. No. Mm. No, I did not. I'm saying... But my my apologies to Almanac. You know what I'm saying? You got the uh, fights down. Um, anything else? Did we cover all the fights? I think we did. Um, Jeremiah Milton on the Jake Paul undercard. Try and get this Black Prime interview. Hold up. It's called multitasking, champ. You but- said what? Jeremiah who? Milton on the undercard. Knockout. He's He's been training. I actually got the train before I stopped training. I had like six, I'll say six sessions. Nah, three. Three sessions with him. You know what I mean? Probably six, but I'm going to say three. Mm. And uh, yeah. So <laughs> also on that card, like yeah, I was I mean, saying, Le'Veon just, Bell. Yeah, Bell. Oh, fight, that's that. Isn't fight, he like fighting, a football player? Yeah, fighting Uriah Hall, former U- uh, MMA fighter. He's taking it serious, too. We might have to keep an eye on Bell. He's taking it serious, been, too. I've been trying to get him on the show for a minute. How old is he? Does he got a, a legit shot? I mean, or his age I kicking mean, in? I mean, he's in his 30s, but... Um, yeah, so Le'Veon's on that. Dr. Mike is back fighting. He's fighting Chris Avila. Who is uh, a real fighter? Ain't he? No, yeah, yeah, he was an MMA yes. fighter. And he was an MMA fighter coming out of that uh, Stockton two hundred nine Nate Diaz camp. Mm. Um, so another fight to keep an eye out for. And I'm gonna be honest with you. Outside of that, oh, I w- we were almost disrespectful. What undisputed lightweight ladies fight this weekend? Katie Taylor versus. Karen Carbajal. I'm gonna be honest. I've never heard of Karen. Don't know why Katie's fighting her, but um, we. I'm sure we'll probably tune in to catch something on that card as well. Uh, Jordan Gill versus Kiko Martinez, co-main event of the evening. Our good friend Johnny Fisher on the card. Bosh. 
Mm. I know Shout he, out to Bosh. I know he gonna smash it. And yeah, that's about it for that card. So, four televised cards on Saturday. Shout out to the promoters who, you know, just try to bring their fighters as much viewership and attention as possible. So by, they, by jamming so, them so all on the same day. They go up against each other because it just makes so much sense. Freaking weirdos. But yeah, champ, I feel like that's all for the cards, at least for me. Um, You know, looking forward to seeing our good friend, the Rumford Bull, back in action. Yeah, uh, man, he's always entertaining. I I I just hate that they that they build fighters domestically only. Like you know, they want us to believe that boxing is international and global, and more than just any one country. But then the Rumford Bull will never fight an American. Like that is of note or viable. Until a he, certain point in his career. Yeah, until he has to. Like, versus, you know, Billy Joe and Chris Eubank, which is domestic, but it's two undefeated guys that went at it. You know, there's nothing wrong with the Rumford Bull and uh, Jared Anderson. But I get that, that Anderson has way more amateur experience, so that's the wrong metaphor or example. We need, a, we need another up-and-coming guy that's undefeated. It doesn't have the amateur background of a uh, of an Anderson, uh, because yeah, the Rumford Bull was a different. So it would be like a Gerald Washington when he was starting out. That's a great example. Yeah, football player turned Versus, basketball player, or football player actually turned, turned boxer. boxer and rug, rugby player turned boxer. So yeah, yeah, man. Yo, they're saying when is when is the days of fighting? On the same card with Jake. But I guess she's on the undercard, so she'll be on the YouTube stream. Maybe, because you know how they do it. They broke it down into a bunch of different... Uh, it's like three different uh, streaming ways, depending on what part of the card you are on. So I'm trying to see if they have anything right here. Let me see. Yeah, I, I don't see anything for her, but we'll definitely keep an eye out and post that one second. Yeah, man. Uh, well, I think that is probably all the fights that need to be talked about. It is a big fight weekend, but uh, Shadeja Green is on the card. She did post it on her social media. Uh, the position in which she believes. Okay, we got a caller in the 402, but you got to press one or are you just listening? So, if all right. Well, there you go. What's up, brother? Who's this? Yo, it's this Kana. Kana, what up? listening, but I'm the only person. Oh, what? yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they be playing my 12 o'clock <laughs> show. I, like, I, I get an, a, a, an abundance of callers on the daytime morning show, and then it's like no one's here in the afternoon. Fucking me over. Quite yeah, unfortunate. Yeah, wow, but you know, I'm taking away time from work, so I do understand why people can't call, you know, because I'm in the middle of day two. But um, yeah, I'll put in um, one, two, three, four. I made four, uh, four slips for this weekend on. Uh, Man, you already made your bets? <laughs> Yeah, I made some plays on Bavada. I might do a little bit more at the casino, but I made a couple of plays on Bavada. And um, I'm hoping, um, 
Um, um, Ortiz. I'm hoping Ortiz can actually hold his own and make it to this decision. That'll be some good little plus money. And um, Jeremiah, of course, that knockout is coming. But the dude's undefeated, so I've just been going over his record and trying to find some footage of him to see if he's actually, you know, viable. But I doubt it being at this, you know, early in both their careers. So, um, so, Kenna, um, I did pull up the, uh, let me get a screen share, guys. The, the card. Oh, never mind. I was sending it to you and you, that's what you're showing. All right. Yeah. I told you that she posted it. Yeah. So, Shadeja Green will be live streamed on Showtime Sports and Jake Paul's YouTube channel. Beautiful. 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. Um, and that'll also include the Jeremiah Milton six round or less heavyweight attraction, along with. I hope Jake Paul signs her. I hope this is an audition, cause yo, none of them girls gonna be able to run from the voice of Jake Paul. Mm. You know it. You know it, man. He gonna give you something you can't resist, bro. He just gonna be on his social media talking shit. Look at what he do to Clarissa. And think about it. That's the perfect he fight. He did it to Katie and Eddie. Yeah. If he get a fighter, he But the problem him. is, she's at 68, right? Yeah. That's the problem, right? Uh-huh. You think the zone ain't going to give him a deal? They already doing the misfits with his brother. You tripping hard. Uh, Eddie Hearn's currently suing him for, what, $100 million? Man, that shit faker than fake. Oh, what? You don't think the zone to get... You don't think if Jake want to go do business on the zone, they going to get Eddie to drop that shit? Oh, fake. I'm oh, scaring no. you, lawsuit. Ain't nobody... Now I seen Glenn Feldman joint in the yeah, lawsuit. Glenn Feldman, yeah, yeah, Glenn, if you don't get your old ass out of here... Yo, Glenn's just trying to give the cushion, you know, generational wealth Bruh, right now. Eddie probably hit up Glenn like, <laughs> yo, I'm going I'm to I'm handle all the lawyer fees. <laughs> and just put a second one on him, man. Get out of here. We'll see what comes of it. You better shut up before we get a f- gag order. But uh, this is Shadeja Green right there, and this is she's going to be fighting an eight-round super middleweight bout. Swade is about to get murdered. Yo, who made that happen? Shout out to them. Uh, that's MVP Promotions. I'm told they interested. That's I'm, what I'm saying. I'm saying I'm, 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 she I'm, has somebody, no? She don't got a promoter. She ain't got a manager. She got a manager. But MVP is a promotions. Yeah, no, I hear you. You know what I'm saying? And even if you were, even if they're a management company, you could co-manage. Co-manage. You know, you you grateful. We could take it down, guys. You grateful to the people that got you to this position, but you understand and they understand that they can't get you any further. It's time for them to give up their full percentage, get half with the management company who can take us to the next level now. You know what I mean? For sure. Hopefully she could show out. This is a big stage. You don't want the Lights, first time under the lights, it gets to you. You got you to gotta perform under these lights. You know what I mean? For sure. Because sure. it's a tryout. It's definitely a tryout in my opinion. Did you let her know we'll be in town? Yeah. Yeah, but you know, we get there Saturday and we ain't going to none of the pre-fight stuff. That's why I tried to tell you, let's do that Friday. You was like, Arr. Not what I said. That's what you said. <laughs> what you mean? I ain't say I I had zero problem going on Friday. Absolutely none. Okay. All right. I just told but, you, uh, get, you know, you're going to need the room for two nights. You got Canada. What happened, Canada? Damn, you still talking? Not really? really. He was letting us talk. Nick, I, just, I, I tried to phone for y'all to get yesterday's green promo. Bro, you've been timed but, uh, out. Yeah. Cut it. 
Oh, fuck him. <laughs> but um, as far as uh, Sumter goes, he ain't really been in there against nobody. So I think that's going to be an easy KO. And then I'm... Uh, was that Jordan on, was that on Bovada when you checked it? Yeah, that's on Bovada. That's where I put the bet in for it. Mm. Of course, they not on see this. And... Um, yeah, I forgot what I was about to say. Let me get back to my foot. Uh, 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 oh, Jordan Gill. Jordan Gill. I hope Kiko don't pull a fucking shocker and knock him out because I'm hoping for that decision. A and, lot of people uh, saying that should be a good one. Decision. Which one? Jordan Gill? I'm staying yeah, away Jordan from Gill. that. Kiko, Kiko, Kiko. Didn't Kiko lose the belt already? Yes. Yeah, he did lose the belt. Mm-mm. Terrible. Yeah. But you know, Kiko's one of them one of them zombies, you know, he'll he'll be looking dead one minute and then pop up with a with an uppercut and sleep the motherfucker, so who knows? Hoping that don't happen though, because I got that, that guild decision at even money, so that should be a nice little boost. And of course we all expecting to run for Bull to, to clean up his his work really, really early. So I got that knockout on him. That's ticket is hitting people for four hundred now. So if I can do that, that's four hundred off nine dollars. Yo, have you watched Jordan Gill box? Yeah. So is he nice? Because my man already lost by knockout to someone I never heard of. You know, that shit happens over there. Yeah, but but the they, thing they is, the thing but, um, is, the thing is, you're talking about yeah, a domestic about. level UK dude about to get in there with a world-class fighter, former world champion, two-time former world champion with real pressure. So I don't know if your right. bet is That's safe. That's why you heard me say I hope you don't catch him. Exactly. No, it's, it's a bet, my nigga. It's never safe. That's why I said I hope you don't catch him, and that shit makes a distance. If it makes a distance, Jordan Gill should be able to outpoint him easy. Oof. But I'm going to get back to my real job here so I don't uh, lose no more time on this. I, I get up with, it with y'all. All right. I don't know, man. Make See, sure. I ain't, ain't watched sure. Gill fight, but them names, don't, them names don't impress me. None of them. None of these dudes he been in with Got the pressure of Kiko. And this dude ain't no puncher. He got eight knockouts. This man might get ran over. <laughs> the thing is, Kiko's so old. He's been through so many. He's the new Orlando Salido. He got like 13 losses. It's it like, might be one of those situations where you think you think one thing like you did with Jarvis, and then you know something totally different happened. Never know. Right. Um UK Robinson Gill already has a knockout of the year. If you know, you know. So Okay. He's already gotten a knockout of the year? They're saying that he has a knockout of the year so far this year. And is it based off what? This uh Karim Girifi? Maybe on I mean. I mean, this is what I'm saying. Like, what does it matter if you're knocking out like a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You knocked he out said. a couch. You know what I mean? You knocked out a, a paper Well, somebody bag, just like, texted us about him like he he's something good, so... How how you something good if five people beat you already? Like, no, Mosley's retired nah, and he ain't got five the people. Get, the dude you just said, Garifi. <laughs> he got five losses. How you uh, good if five people beat you already? Yeah, man, I don't know. Me Pro- neither, Probably man. a fight we don't... With everything going on, probably a fight that we're not going to... We know. don't need to even touch it. Let let Canna get that go- Jordan Gill money. I'm staying away from that. Well, I mean, whether you bet on it or not, that's on them. I'm talking about uh, even watching it. <laughs> I'm just saying. We're going to be busy watching Vigianella. What are you talking about? I mean, that's the day before, but... That's why we're going to be busy. 
Yo, so there is another fight. Didn't Canna have another sleeper? There it is. I mean, the better the show is until Friday, no, so I know. I'm just saying, just, just, just making sure just it's still there. Let them know what's a better. Did we say the name? No, I'm just saying, champ. That's what we don't want to do. Oh wow, Lavelle Bell is a huge underdog. Who? Levon? Oh, Le'Veon. Bro, he's three forty. Is he about to lose? I mean, he's fighting a, a, a former fighter. It don't say Chris Avila's no more. It was never Chris. Oh. It was Uriah Hall. Yeah. Dr. Mike is fighting Chris Avila. Uh. Yeah. You said plus 340? I might I might bet Le'Veon, bro. He had that beautiful knockout last time. Yeah, where, I seen where, that. Where, where he set it up with the left, and then he kind of went with it, and then threw the overhand right, put them off. Put uh, Adrian Peterson to sleep. So, yeah, I might have to put like $5 on Le'Veon Bell, maybe. Mm. Put five on it. He got five on it. Well, I think we got another caller here in a 901. Let's see who's this. What's up, brother? Who's this? Hey, yo, y'all hear me? Yes. All right, shout out 901, Memphis, Tennessee, man. Shout out the Boxing Voice. Y'all keep it up, man. I, I see y'all grind. Y'all hustle. Hey, I want. I got a question. What's the chances, in, in y'all opinion, of Loma getting upset, man, by Jermaine? By because I, I watched the interview y'all gave him, and bro, give off a certain type of confidence. And I seen him fight, and I think he improving. So, and Loma is getting... You know, a little bit older. I love Loma. I watch, you know, I watch Loma a lot. So, but he is older. He is coming off an injury, you know. So it's like, but you know, so how, how, what's the chances of an upset in y'all opinion? Um, Nuts can't multitask, but no, nah, I'm fucking with you. Uh, I think Slim. I'm trying to find I think it's so slim. I can tell him exactly. No, I mean, I'm I'm going to give you my personal, because if, if you look at the sports book, they were probably going to have a Lomachenko, if I had to guess, a minus 420, what? minus 380. Try minus 2,000. What? Against Jermaine Ortiz. What? Oh, wow. Nah, minus 2,000. What's the over-under? Right What's the over-under? I guessed it. He's literally minus 2,000, Jermaine's plus 900. What's the over-under? What's man. the over-under? Please tell me they have over-under. They have all the rounds for over-under. No, nah, but what is what do they give you? All the rounds for over-under. No, no, no. All right. I'll, I'll look at it later. Yeah, no. Nah, you're looking at the wrong thing. Yeah, I got to put something on they, that, man. They, they'll give you one, too. That's how you know what they think. Or well, actually, you could damn this. Go look at the odds. Wherever the odds is, is the lowest. You know yeah, what I'm saying? So that, that would be think. 10 and a half. Mm. It's minus 140 I don't at 10 know, and a half. Man, that minus 2,000 sounded real enticing. Like, Jermaine is a young, up and coming. Like, I don't know, man. He, we might see an upset this weekend. Yeah. You might have to put Jermaine, five on that. Jermaine 
Yeah, man. Tune in tomorrow, 8.30. We're going to be doing a betting show on tune YouTube. Tune in Friday. Don't tune in tomorrow. That's right. Tune Friday. in Friday. And then tune in Friday. at like 9.30 because like Nesta always goes long. So tune in at 9.30 for the betting show on Friday. Or 8.30. All right. Stay live. I got y'all. Y'all stay up. I appreciate the call, Kim, folks. All right. All right. Appreciate uh, it. In the 410, it looks like, what's that, DC? You just got to press one. Let us know you want to rock out before we go to you. Uh-oh, we got a date. But you know the number to call is 1425-569-5241. Press one, one time, voice your opinion. We got a date, Ness. With who? For AB. Oh, oh, his fight? Oh, yeah. They announced it? Announced the date. What is it? February 18th. Damn. Where? No location that I saw. And I I can't even pronounce the opponent's name, so. Damn. Nah, they ain't listening to the opponent yet. Bro. Okay. February 18th, the return of Adrian, the problem, bro. The return, baby. We got Jay Hardcore. What's going on? What's up, fellas? How are Just you, brother? Just checking in on y'all, that's all. I'm keeping life simple, man, that's all. Enjoying this retired life, that's all. Hey, Appreciate uh, it. I, I'm with the uh, guy that just uh, called in. I, I've been thinking about that Ortiz uh, winning that fight too, man. Uh, I just got a burn. I, I don't think he probably will win, but I got that feeling that he might just pull that off. I mean, I like the kid's confidence more than anything. And uh, uh, the Paul fight, I definitely feel, though, that uh, Paul's going to win that. I, I want Silver to win because, you know, I'm, I'm down for the old man. You know what I'm saying? But you know, as I always say, it's a young man's sport. So I feel, though, that he's definitely going to beat uh, Silver. But uh, I think it's a, it's like one of those no wins for uh, Paul, no matter what. If he, you know, he knocks him out or whatever, everybody just going to say, well, you know, you did what you're supposed to do. You know, the man's 48 years old. You're supposed to knock him out. So I don't think it's a win for him either way. Uh that's pretty much it, fellas. I just wanted to call in and do contribution, make keep the calls rolling, man. And uh, as I always say, man, smash the like button. No shoplifting. Enjoy the show. Share the show. Tell somebody about the show. You know, and y'all keep on doing what y'all doing. Man. I'm going to tell you, I admire what you all do to have your job be talking about boxing. Man, that's the greatest job in the world to me. You all take it easy, man. It's Jay Hardcore. I'm out. Appreciate it, brother. Tim. Appreciate you. Any more callers? Y'all know the number. That is it. That's it. We got nobody on the line. Ness GTO, Instagram, and Twitter. Ringwalk Danny. We are the Boxing Voice. Catch us tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. Pacific, 9 a.m. Eastern, right here. YouTube.com forward slash the Boxing Voice. And make sure to head on over to the stage front. VIP.com forward slash Boxing Voice. To sign up for our amazing giveaway as we are doing two VIP experiences that include ringside seats, VIP access to the weigh-in, and access to the pre-fight party for Chocolatito versus Estrada 3 in Glendale, which, you know, oddly enough, we'll be there this weekend as well. So, um, catch us tomorrow morning. We out. Peace.